You know, I just want to get up here and go, Woo! <laughs> Our first service was at noon today. I'm still finding my place from that service. It has actually been a wonderful, wonderful day celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ, the Son of God and our Savior. I, um, but it does feel good to get this close to the last one. <laughs> now, we uh, have this familiar gospel passage in front of us taken from the second chapter of Luke. This is a very familiar passage. Almost, almost too familiar. So familiar that we look over things. We just kind of glance over words, phrases, and we'll miss some nuances of this incredible story. So with that in mind, I invite us to kind of settle back in to where we're seated, into this time and this place, and let us kind of just refocus for a moment on this story I invite us to just relax, close your eyes if you need to, go back to a different time and a different place. Go back and let us hear this birth announcement for the first time. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and the family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, 
they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, we've made it. We're here. We've been getting ready for weeks now. The tree is up, decorated. The candles are all lit now. Thank you, Ann Coleman and Leatherberry family for making that happen this evening. We've been working our way through these candles of hope and love and joy and peace. And it all comes culminating tonight when all of this is realized in the birth of a child, firstborn son of Mary and Joseph. You know, as I read through this gospel passage, I think about, well, I I think about seasons in life. I think about, you know, you graduate high school and you go to college you spend three, four, four and a half for football seasons, five, six for football seasons and change majors. And then you graduate. And you go to grad school where you start your career. And some of your friends start sending notices out about save the date, wedding announcements. And it's a wonderful season of life to receive those announcements. To look forward to a friend or a family member getting married and being able to join in that celebration. And then as that season rolls on and the next season picks up and those same groups of friends begin sending notices out. Announcements out about the birth of children. And so I kind of let this swirl around in my mind a little bit, and, and now I see these birth announcements on Facebook and, and on social media, and I don't get them as much in the mail anymore like I used to. That was, the, you know, the golden days. You'd send a card out. Now you post it for millions upon millions of people to see on Facebook. And so I, I went back through my Facebook feed and found a couple of those announcements, and And I just want to share the the language of some of these announcements. This is from my grandmother. Monday was a day like no other. Steve and I became grandparents. Zach and Lauren Ashley blessed us with not one, but two grandchildren. Emma Claire and James Oliver arrived at 1.55 and 1.56 p.m., respectively. Emma weighed 6 pounds, 4 ounces, and is 19 and a half inches long. Ollie weighed 6 pounds, 8 ounces, and is 20 inches long. We can't wait to get our hands on these precious little ones. God is good. We are blessed. And I read another from a mother. She writes, Stephen and I are incredibly, or excuse me, Stephen and I were incredibly blessed yesterday. We welcomed Calvin Lewis into our family at 8.14 p.m. And we could not be more grateful, humbled, or happy. 
He's been so calm and sweet, and he has the funniest facial expressions. Not sure where he gets those. We are so thankful for your support, your thoughts, prayers, and kind words. Cal sure is a lucky little boy. You know, we, we get these. And we're excited for the parents. And the parents are so excited. They have this little bundle of joy. You know, this mother writes this from the hospital room. She's living off of stored energy and adrenaline. She has yet to face sleepless nights, croup, irregular schedules. What am I talking about that? They're filled with energy and adrenaline and hope for what, hope, what is in store for this little one, this little bundle of joy. What will this boy be? What will he grow up to be like? Who will he be? What will he do? What will his friends be like? What, is, what does his future hold? What choices will he make? These are questions. These are the hopes and joys of parenthood. And surely, Mary and Joseph held the same hopes for their newborn bundle of joy wrapped up in these strips of cloth, bound tight to keep the body straight, to give the baby a chance in the future. All wrapped up and laid in a manger. And while all this was going on, this angel is out in the fields visiting these shepherds who live there and are working through the night taking care of sheep. Now there's a long line of thought in the church and discipleship that kind of said that you know, the, the, the shepherds were the lowly ones of society. They were on the bottom rung. They were unclean. They worked with animals and they had you know, animal stuff which made them unclean. Other thought says they were just Everyday people, just your common folk, working, making a living, out in the fields. And maybe that's what we need to take and hang on to tonight. Maybe we need to just embrace these shepherds for who they were, and that's just common folk, just people, just everyday people like you and me. Just doing what they do. And it's in the middle of everyday life that this angel, a messenger from God, appears to them and gives them this birth announcement. Now there's no weights. There's no 8 pounds, 4 ounces, 21 inches long, footprints, handprints, poems. No. This birth announcement's different. It's very different. This birth announcement is about the shepherds, about the relationship between God and these everyday people. The angel tells them that this is, this is for you. There's a newborn baby, the savior of the world, 
the Messiah, the Lord, and it's for you. Now, certainly, this is a miraculous birth for Mary and Joseph. Absolutely, this was a miraculous pregnancy and birth. But it's also miraculous for their shepherds. That God has sent his son, given birth to his love. Not just for Mary and Joseph in the house of David, but for all people. For everyday people, common folk like shepherds, like us. And so when these shepherds receive the word of this announcement and they, and they make their way to Bethlehem, however far away it was and however long it took them, don't know. They were given a sign that this mother and child would be with a, this mother and father would be with this child wrapped in cloths and laid in a manger. That's a sign that you found the right child, that you found the right family. This is the gift. This is your hope. This is for you. And when they stumbled into this stable or this cave and find mother and father with hopeful eyes looking upon this gift, this miracle in a manger, they can't help but look and see. And what they find is the love of God revealed to them that God loves each and every one of them. God loves the whole world. And he loves the whole world intimately, individually. And that's a nuance of this story we can so easily overlook. And I want us to hold on to that this evening and for the rest of Christmas, and for the rest of our lives. That this birth, as miraculous as it was, as quiet and holy as it was, as noisy and raucous as it may have been, was a grand miracle of God's love for Joseph and Mary, and for the line of David, and for the whole world, and for me, and for you. The creator of the world, all that is seen and unseen, loves us so much that he gives us this precious gift. Us. So when you read through Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20, and you encounter the words and the announcement to the shepherds, when the words are for you, the shepherds, take it as you and me. This birth is for me. Can you say that? This birth is for me because God loves me. You know, to try to get that across to our children at the three o'clock service, one of our four today. I mentioned we've had four services today. We, um, Leanne and Kristen made these um, swaddling clothes out of felt and yarn. And we wrapped up a little object to put in here like a, like a, like a baby. 
And we put all of these in a, in a manger for, for the children to pick up. And when they unwrap the wrappings of the, of the baby, they found a heart-shaped mirror as a reminder that God loves them intimately and individually. And I invite all of us, whenever we look in the mirror in the morning, and whatever your first reaction is when you look in the mirror, get past it. Whether it's, oh my gosh, or who is that, or man, you look good. Get past that. And when you look in that mirror, think that God loves the person in that mirror. That's the birth announcement of Christmas. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.